Welcome to the SBCN Small Biz Podcast, brought to you by the Small Business Community Network in association with Northern River Financial. We're proudly supported by TELUS. The future is friendly. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org. It's Linda Ockall-Jenner here with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. And this afternoon, I'm really happy to be speaking with Jessica Sloan, who's a transformational coach with over 10 years' experience in corporate human resources. Jessica's business is Inspired Living by Jessica Sloan. And this evening, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic. Hi, Hi, Jessica. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today, Linda? Um, just got back in my office. It's been a busy day. And would you believe it was actually classed as a day off for myself and Dave? But Oh! <laughs> yeah. So that's a day off for my regular businesses. And, you know, we have a lot to do. But as you know, you've met me and I've met you. And we're both the same kind of people. We, we love to inspire other people. We love our work. It's not like work. And I'm very happy mm-hmm. that you found the time, as I say, this afternoon to chat with us over the podcast. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Jessica. How long have you actually been um, um, part of Inspired Living? I know it's your business, but how long have you been operating that business? I started my business about a year ago, but I've been sort of um, delving into this topic for a long time that I'm going to speak about. And so I'm a transformational coach. And Mm -hmm. what I've seen um, with working with people is that people are feeling very stressed out nowadays. And there's a lot of um, chronic illness that's starting to appear Mm -hmm. with people because of all the demands and the fast pace of our lifestyles that we live. And so I... I started my journey based on some of the things that happened to me in my own life. And you know, I love that, Jessica, because I'm very much like you. That's why I started my business. But in your case, um, you've really hit the nail on the head in the sense that today we are all living at a fast pace. We're very stressed. And um, I believe that caused my blood pressure to rise a couple of years ago. So I had to change my lifestyle completely. And I think the topic tonight is about, um, I guess, you you introduce the topic. It's to do with health and wellness, but you introduce it, Jessica, because you know what you're talking about better than me. Yeah. Yeah, so what I really wanted to talk about, and it was it's very close to my own heart, is about chronic illness. And oh. it shows up for people in a number of ways. Sometimes it can be long-term and ongoing, and then mm-hmm. for other people, it just shows up one day out of nowhere. And I think when that happens, it really can shake people's life up a lot. Um, would you say that's you know, what happened to me a couple of years ago, that my high blood pressure just appeared out of nowhere and it definitely, you know, um, made me look at, you know, making some changes. Is that the kind of thing we, we, we're talking about? Yeah, a lot of that is 
um, that sometimes it just can come out of nowhere. And then I'll also be talking about my own journey. Mine was more long-term and chronic, but I like to explore both because I think illness is very multifaceted and there's not one solution for any illness. And I think to come at it from a number of different angles is really, really important when we're talking about chronic illness. I think you're definitely correct there because a lot of people, not just doctors, um, nurses, health professionals, uh, but people in the health and wellness industry or even our friends, they try and put a label on certain things and then everybody has a different way of looking at, say, high blood pressure, um, which was, say, something I was dealing with. So don't like labels everybody should look at it from a different perspective so share your story Jessica and I'm I'm all ears I'm I'm really looking forward to listening to it yeah so um tell you a little bit about my own story story my illness started really young it started as a very young child um I started suffering with severe digestive issues when I was a kid and I found that also impacted my mental health. I didn't find that out till later, but now looking back, I realized a lot of it was connected. Wow. And so I was suffering from chronic anxiety and depression, but I was very high functioning as a child. I just went on and I kind of thought that was just normal because the way kids show up, whatever's happening for, th- for them, they just mm-hmm. think that's the way it is mm-hmm. yeah. because they don't have a lot of r- logic and reason at that point. And science is starting to show now um, that they're starting to connect the gut um, microbiome with mental health. And I find this very, very fascinating research um, that's starting to come out about this. Um, But a lot of anxiety and depression, again, like I mentioned, is very multifaceted, but they're definitely showing a strong connection um, with mental health. So in your case, did you, you know, did you become an adult before you discovered you had these challenges or was it when you were a child? No. So I knew I had the challenges as a child, but I just thought that was the way I was. That's the way I was born with. But looking back and speaking to my mom, I wasn't always like that. It developed you know, maybe about seven or nine. And before that, she said I was a very, very healthy child. So it wasn't something I was born with, but it was something that started to develop. But I didn't realize I could change it until I got into my late 20s. Okay, that's and, Yeah, and so then I started looking into the root of my illnesses. And one of the reasons I got started to look at it in my 20s was it wasn't getting better, it was getting worse. And so more and more issues were starting to flare up. Um, So not only did I have depression, digestive issues, I felt chronically fatigued. Um, I suffered severe abdominal pain and I started to develop skin issues. Wow. And for the most part, my labs came back normal. Whenever I would, um, you know, go to a doctor and talk Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. And they diagnosed me with a condition called um, IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. And they basically just told me this is probably something I would have to live with and deal with. But I kind of knew that there was more to it than this. And I started delving into you know, my own research, I was very, I was always very interested in um, evidence-based treatment. So I did a lot of research into clinical journals that were out there because I know some of the leading treatments aren't always out into the mainstream yet. Mm -hmm. And so I did a lot of investigation into that. And, you know, and I started working with a naturopath and nutritionist and they provided me some valuable treatment and insight. And eventually I 
I followed up with my medical doctor and I asked them for additional testing and I knew specifically what that testing was. And then the testing actually did come back positive. And at that point, I did one round of antibiotics and all my digestive issues went completely away for the first time in about 25 years. Wow, that so basically you had to be your you had to uh, take charge, you had to mm-hmm. actually do all the research and all the work that that maybe do you think that the your health professionals should have known to do this or is is it something that they can't possibly know because everybody's an individual? No, I think so. I started my journey about 10 years ago and it's only about like in the past five years that there's more research coming out. So back when I first went to my doctor, they just didn't know enough about what my condition was. And that's that's fair, isn't it? Because I guess some people are quite mean to the health professionals, doctors, whatever, and and they sometimes blame them because the research is now, but the person doesn't know that, so they think the doctor should know everything, and obviously they don't, Jessica. But carry on with your story. It's, it's quite interesting. Yeah, and as you say that, like, I totally don't blame the medical for what happened because I know they were just, they had the tools that they had at the time, mm-hmm. and they helped me in the best possible way. But okay. I, I sort of learned that I wanted to take control of my own life, and find a way because I knew on some level that I could get better from this. And so, as I mentioned, then I did an antibiotic treatment. And for the first time in like 25, 20 or 25 years, all my symptoms had gone away, which was miraculous. And so, and one of my naturopaths is one of the people that brought it up and she was a very, um, um, she, she consulted a lot of the clinical journals as well. And she believes one of the root causes was that I developed this digestive disorder from, from food poisoning or foreign travel when I was a child, and it was never treated properly. And so the longer it went on, the more chronic it got. Okay. And so one of the treatments is, is antibiotics, mm-hmm. but they didn't used to think that antibiotics helped for digestive issues. They used to think it helped more for, you know, like a like a bacterial mm-hmm. infection that you would mm-hmm. get, but they yeah. didn't really connect it with digestion. And so, you know, when my symptoms went away, I was really, really amazed of what happened. And But the story didn't really end there because I found out from my clinical research that there's, it's, the antibiotics are highly effective, mm-hmm. but they have, a high, they have a high relapse rate. Oh, wow. So there's a, there's a 60 to 70% relapse rate, which is very high. And the longer it goes untreated, the higher the relapse is. Wow, that's like, amazing. So had I been treated as a kid, it might not have developed into a chronic condition. But at least you you didn't dwell on that. You just got on and you carried on taking charge and looking after your your own health and wellness, which is pretty amazing, Jessica. Yeah, so that's, yeah, the first part of my story. So then I did experience some relapses along the way. And then that's when I started exploring the stress connection that goes along, particularly with illness and chronic illness. Mm-hmm. And Often I think people, when they, something happens or they get diagnosed with something or they find out something about their health, they can be very overwhelmed by all the lifestyle changes they have to make. And it can, it can seem very daunting. And, you know, so I was looking into this and it was quite stressful 
for me because there was a lot of changes I had to make. I was having issues with um, malabsorption of carbohydrates. I was very sensitive to carbohydrates, which is very challenging um, to manage. Mm-hmm. And so I started getting into things that would help uh, would help deal with the stress and help me better make the changes. Because often, too, I studied a lot on the mind, and the mind often seeks out what is familiar. And so often, especially with chronic illness, um, our mind can sometimes go back to the old behaviors, even though it seems counterintuitive yeah. that we'd want to take the new healthy steps. Our mind is often programmed to do what we know. I think that makes sense to me, definitely. Um, yeah. Then how could you then, did you have to retrain your mind? New yeah, so then... Yeah, so then I got a lot into studying hypnosis and other techniques that get into our unconscious mind. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with the conscious and unconscious mind at all, Linda? Only in the sense that many years ago, um, when we still lived in England, so 25, well, no, 30-odd years ago, I did experience panic attacks. Um, In my case, I trusted my doctor but decided to go to a therapist to I think, in my terms, delve into my subconscious and see where I tucked away that I didn't want to deal with. And, yeah, that really helped me, and it's helped me ever since. I know it's not good for everybody. Is that the kind of thing you're talking about? Yeah, that's definitely um, what I have studied, and mm-hmm. now I operate as a practitioner helping other people. But definitely hypnosis was very helpful in creating lifestyle changes for me. It was easier than doing it through just through motivation Um, because also too like if you look at even the diet industry and you hear a lot of people going on diets they often fail after so long because you should say that because just recently I have read and I can't remember where the article is I'm sorry um, but basically I read that diets don't work for the most part yeah. and I've always believed in moderation in most things we do in life like not not smoking I've never smoked cigarettes in my life I don't believe you can do that in moderation but it did say that if we um, um, have a, a, a varied diet moderation in most things and can't, don't leave carbs out completely don't leave you know protein out completely and see what works for us, that is much better than trying, you know, a diet where we leave A, B, or C out. And it's funny because that's how I've I've treated what I eat um, <laughs> most of my life, and it does seem to work. I did try, I got a personal trainer, as you probably know, an yeah. amazing personal trainer, and he never said, do this, that, or the other with your diet, but I decided for a week when Dave was away working to just eat protein and miss out carbohydrates completely and I was so sick so I believe in you know a varied diet moderation I don't know what your thoughts are on that well I think it really depends on the person I think it's very individualized depending on the person if somebody's dealing with a chronic condition they may have to go on a more restrictive diet because of that condition yeah but I don't necessarily the diet that I have had to adhere to I would never tell the general public that is the diet for them. Yeah, it is right. what got me better. Um, it, it's what got me better with my condition. Mm-hmm. But and I think that's where a more integrative approach. And you talked about 
And what I had to do was be my own advocate. And I took a lot of the advice from the professionals Mm -hmm. because they definitely know what they're talking about. But I also had to, you know, try it out and see what worked for me. It's never cut and dried, is it? I always say one size does not fit all. And that's everything we do in life. So as a a small you know, a small business consultant, I could never say to, you know, a hundred small businesses, one size fits all, Um, whether it's your health and wellness, whether it's exercise. This led to you then, I guess, starting your own business, Jessica, because you've been there, you've done it. What better person to come to, to help us with all the challenges you've mentioned today? Yes. Yeah, no, that's definitely why I created my business because I knew it took a lot of, it took a lot of research and a lot of time for me to discover this. And I really wanted to help people in a way that they could get more long lasting change. You know, it it still takes Mm -hmm. a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort, but I just found there was ways to help people stand more confidently Mm -hmm. in making those changes. And one of the other yeah, yeah, you carry on. And one of the other things I discovered is, and what I find is can be very detrimental when having to make a lot of these changes for health and wellness, is often we experience this strong critical voice that can often, you know, beat us, beat ourselves up for any mistake that we make. Okay, so and, for instance, um, if somebody decides to. Um, because health and wellness, as I say, is, is an, a well-rounded thing. If somebody beats them up, beats themselves up because they can't keep to a specific diet or a specific exercise, yes. is that the kind of thing you mean? Yeah, because what I see a lot and with working with my clients is a, a type of all-or-nothing thinking that we think unless we do this diet mm-hmm. perfectly 100% of mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. Then we're we're only going to do it if we can do it perfect or not or not at all. And so, as soon as we make one little mistake with whatever diet or whatever thing we're doing to help our health and wellness or weight loss, then we make this mistake and we beat ourselves up mm-hmm. really, really harshly. And then we often stop what we're doing and we go back to the old ways. You are and very can- intuitive, um, Jessica, and. I guess this is why you decided to start your business because I know we're going to be having a few more um, SBCM podcasts on on a, is it a two-week basis? We're going to be discussing more about this topic, I think. Yeah, so what I'm seeing from you, Jessica, why I would love our listeners to contact you if they feel, you know, that they have something in common with you, why I'd love them to contact you is, A, you've actually experienced most, if not all, of the challenges um, that we've talked about. B, you have this intuition, and you're so right. It it can't be all or nothing. It can't be one size fits all. And if you fall off the wagon, and in my case, you know, once I'd, I'd had my 40 sessions with my, my personal trainer, it took me a while to get back into a routine of exercising on my own. And I beat myself up, Jessica. So you're very mm-hmm. intuitive. You seem to know human nature very well. You've been through it yourself. What I want to do, I want to talk about this some more in our next podcast, but it says on your website, you can book a 30-minute discovery call with you. Could you share yeah. how people could contact you and website address and all that, Jessica, because I think people are going to be wanting to contact you and and find out more. 
Yeah. So, you know, I offer a 30 minute uh, free consultation. And I think that's so important because when we're dealing with stress and we're dealing with illness or, you know, anything that's sort of showing up in our life, it's more of a sensitive topic. And I think people really need to see whether it's going to be the right fit for them. So I like them to come talk with me, no pressure, just to see if I'm able to help them and what they are dealing with. So they can contact me by, they can visit my website to learn more about me. My website is www.jsloan, and Sloan is S-L-O-A-N, inspiredliving.com. And then my email address is jessica at inspiredliving.com. Okay, so um, do you deal mostly with people um, in the local area where you live? Is it across Ontario? Is it across Canada? So I I deal mostly in Ontario, but I have started to work worldwide. I recently just worked with somebody over in the UK um, online, so that was really really interesting. And I think I think the where where my practice is going is that it'll be part in person and part online. And a lot of people, a lot of um, this type of work is starting to move online because. Like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, people are really busy, especially with people with kids. They don't always have time to drive across town to go to an hour appointment because one hour turns into two hours. And so, you know, sometimes doing it from the comfort of their own home is a better option. But again, it really depends on the person. It definitely depends on the person. But what I would urge people to do when they listen to the podcast is go to your website, check Jessica out check out the testimonials she's got. But basically, chat with Jessica. I mean, you're offering a 30-minute discovery call. And I mean, they often say time is money in business. But obviously, you're working with people on such a personal, you know, one-on-one basis. Obviously, it's amazing that you can offer this this um, this free call. And Jessica will be back, as I say, in two weeks with um, more on maybe your story, more on how you can help people, what are the kind of, you know... Um, therapies that you offer so really um i want to thank you for your time tonight it's been amazing i know you're really busy but you've you've given up some time do you want to leave just one little tip with our listeners to keep them going till we till you come back jessica yeah i think the biggest takeaway i think that i want to give my listeners and it was one of the things that i talk about is no matter what your struggles are or whatever you're facing in your own life, I really think it's important to trust the experts, but also to be your own advocate. Because I think that there is no one solution out there, and it's important that you come from your own inner voice and you seek out the best possible help that you can find. I think you are amazing. As you know, we've sat and chatted. Uh, We know each other well now. Um, I think you have hit the nail on the head, as they say. And uh, I think you're just amazing. This is why I want to hear more from you. So we'll be back in a few weeks with Jessica again. Please contact her. Check out her website. And thank you, Jessica, for your time. And have a lovely, lovely rest of the day. Okay. Thanks, Linda. It's been great chatting. 